0: I don't even know what's wrong with you guys. You're sitting there. You've been listening to this podcast every single day, and yet you still haven't bought your America Fest tickets. Are we going to have a problem here? Are we going to have to maybe go for a little talk? Because this thing's kicking off on Saturday. I'm already here in Phoenix. I got the family. We flew in last night. And believe me, two kids on a plane for five hours. That was interesting. But I'm here. And I got the ticket. No, seriously, folks, if you want to come, you want to see us, have a great time. Meet all your favorite conservative stars. Here's some great music. It's AmericaFest.com, AmFest.com, AMFEST.com. Use promo code POSO, all caps, P-O-S-O, for 25% off. I've talked to the team. We have just a few tickets left. So if you're in the area or you're planning on being in the area, it's a really fun event to come to right before Christmas. AmFest.com. I'll see you there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today's top stories. A CNN senior producer was arrested for child sex trafficking. Next, the Antifa San Diego cell has been broken up by prosecutors. More to come on that. Third, A poll has found that public confidence in the woke military is in free fall. No questions there. And finally, D.A. Binger. Yes, he's back, and he's attacking Kyle Rittenhouse on a new podcast. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. So this story today is something that broke late last friday and really if you were anywhere on social media you saw this now if you weren't on social media you wouldn't have seen it because i don't think anywhere in corporate media wanted to talk about this story because it's disgusting it's horrific and it made me sick to my stomach to read this indictment a cnn senior producer a guy who worked for new day worked directly with chris cuomo for years has been arrested for child sex trafficking. And I'm going to go directly to CNN's own reporting on this because I know what they're going to try to say. They're going to say, oh, Poso is making this a huge deal. It's so much bigger. He's embellishing, et cetera, et cetera. All right, I'm going to go to CNN.com to their own article to explain what's going on. CNN producer John Griffin arrested for attempting to persuade minors to engage in unlawful sexual activity. A Connecticut man, John Griffin, was arrested Friday and charged with three counts of using a facility of interstate commerce to attempt to entice minors to engage in unlawful sexual activity. The U.S. State's Attorney's Office for the District of Vermont said in a news release, Griffin has been a producer with CNN for eight years. The charges against Mr. Griffin are deeply disturbing. Listen to this, the charges stem from conversations between Griffin and the purported parents of minor daughters in which he allegedly tried to persuade them to allow him to train their daughters to be sexually submissive, as well as an incident in which prosecutors allege unlawful sexual activity occurred with a nine year old girl. According to an indictment filed on Thursday, Griffin allegedly paid for and kept up an online profile on a BDSM and fetish site for several years leading up to July 2020, on which he allegedly wrote he was looking for women who were, quote, sexually submissive and open-minded. During conversations on separate online platforms, Griffin allegedly said he believed in a way of life in which women are sexually subservient and inferior to men. This is from CNN's senior producer, According to the indictment, he allegedly used online platforms to seek parents who, quote, would allow him to train their minor daughters to be subservient. Around February 2020, Griffin allegedly acquired a Vermont ski house in which he offered to host mothers and their minor daughters for training sessions, according to the purposes, according to the indictment. In June and July of 2020, Griffin allegedly talked online and on the phone with someone who claimed to be the mother of two girls, nine and 13. He paid them more than $3,000 to fly the mother and her nine-year-old girl to Boston in July, where prosecutors say that he picked them up from the airport, brought them to the ski house, and the child was directed to engage in and did engage in illegal sexual activity, according to the indictment. This is a senior... CNN producer. But let's go back to just a couple of months ago to what Jake Tapper was saying while all this was going on. Here's what you heard on air. Take a listen.
1: The president, as Abby just alluded to, continued to spread and endorse these deranged conspiracy theories. Um, last night he said he did not know whether uh, what QAnon says is true. The idea that the country is secretly, secretly run by a satanic cult of pedophilic cannibals. Um, take a listen.
0: Let me just tell you what I do hear about it is they are very strongly against pedophilia. And I agree with that. I mean, I do agree okay. with that. And I agree but with that. But there's it not a strongly. satanic
2: uh, pedophile cult I have cult no idea. I know you nothing don't know about that? that? Okay. No, I don't know you that. You just and ne- this and Neither week. do you know that. Okay.
1: I don't know that, and neither do you know that, Philip. He's talking about whether or not the nation is secretly run by a cabal of Satan-worshipping cannibalistic pedophiles. I don't know that, and neither do you. I mean, what the
0: actual... Philip? This guy was at CNN for years. This was happening right under their noses. And you can go through and find thousands of pictures of this guy all throughout trips with CNN, foreign trips with CNN, trips with Chris Cuomo. Why would you trust anything that this network tells you? They think they can go and investigate things that are going on behind closed doors in government, in the intelligence community, in politics, and yet they have this guy working for them in their own office. This week, I guarantee you, They're going to act like the story never happened. Are you paying attention yet? Folks, you need to get on the lifeboats. The Twitter ban hammer is coming. Our new tech overlords have decided that we are no longer welcome on their platforms. What does it mean? Get on the lifeboat, and the lifeboat that I'm choosing is Getter, gett Go there, establish yourself, establish your presence now, drive people to that. Think of it as your lifeboat away from Silicon Valley, away from Twitter, away from the ban lords, the people that won't let you talk about all the kind of subjects that we talk about here, the ones who won't let you talk about the medical tyranny that's going on in our country they won't let you talk about everything that happened in 2020 this is where we need to go so get on getter g-e-t-t-r get on the lifeboats and make sure you're going and getting on getter today this next story a headline that i really didn't think that i was going to see especially at a newsweek of all places though newsweek has been like slightly okay lately um here is this headline which is just amazing Prosecutors make the first move to break up an Antifa cell as 11 activists are charged with violence the story of course by my friend andy No, who is writing in newsweek for the first time in the u.s prosecutors are attempting to break up a network of alleged violent antifa cells this week the san diego county district attorney's office charged 11 alleged antifa members with felony conspiracy and felony assault charges among other crimes in a riot case where supporters of former president trump and random bystanders were beaten in pacific beach california in january Eight Suspects were arraigned this week. They have all pled not guilty. Now, this is going on. Arrest warrants and search warrants are coming down. San Diego County, L.A. County. Police recovered three guns, ammunition, body armor, and drugs. The large operation... The largest that I've seen, certainly to date in terms of Antifa, has gone down involving mutual support from multiple law enforcement agencies in Los Angeles, Long Beach, and Escondido. This is sending shockwaves through the far-left networks in Southern California. What have they been doing? They're out there raising funds for their comrades. Now, as you can imagine, the left-wing uh, networks are freaking out about this, but you have conservatives out there and patriots and just normal Americans who are saying, thank God, and finally, finally someone is doing something about these groups that have been able to operate with complete impunity for the past five, six years, specifically in the state of California. We haven't seen this in the East Coast. We certainly haven't seen this around Denver or any of the, of the western states or in the Midwest, etc. Chicago, this is something that needs to be done to these violent networks nationwide. Take a look at this video describing some of the charges and some of the suspects just had, uh, released. Demonstrators clashed at a pro-Trump rally in Pacific Beach. Six out of ten people are now answering to charges. Our ABC <laughs> So you're a fascist? am fascist.
2: You think that only you should have freedom. But you're acting fascist. You're acting totalitarian. In this
1: case, we have Mr. Mora using bear mace on multiple individuals. We have Mr. Mora attempting to swing at a local photographer. It essentially is a group beatdown that happens over eight different attacks involving 16 different victims. Uh, it is a series of events, so it's hard to pick out specifically what individuals do.
2: The DA's office says video evidence overwhelmingly shows the violence was committed by the Antifa groups and was not a, quote, mutual fray between two groups. If convicted, the defendants face anywhere from probation to up to 10 years in
0: prison. So for people to understand who Antifa is, you have to understand the purpose of Antifa. Yes, Antifa has their stated goals. And we talk about that in my book. You can go get a copy, antifabook.com. My hand is getting sore from signing copies of this thing for, uh, for Christmas this year as so we do the autograph copies. But understand, Antifa exists as a destabilization force. Their goal is not to institute communism. That's what they th- want you to think. They are the people that the ruling class is using as their shock troops in the streets. They're going after anybody who's actually anti-establishment, who's actually a dissident, who actually cares about their country, who actually cares specifically about the people of the United States. Antifa doesn't care about that. If you stand up for your country, if you stand up for your school, if you stand up for your kids, if you stand up for bodily autonomy, Antifa's coming after you. They are the shock troops of the regime. And once the totalitarian regime gets completely established here, they're going to be the first ones to go. They're going to be the first ones locked up. And that's what's going on now in San Diego and L.A. They're getting locked up because they don't need them anymore. Why wasn't this done at all for the past five years? It's simple. They wanted the violence. They wanted the destabilization. They wanted the attacks. And they wanted the actual, if you look up the root word of terrorism, it goes back to the Jacobins. And their terror campaign in the french revolution the use of terror as a political tool a political weapon that was the point of antifa to inject terror into anyone who was a patriot anyone who actually cared about their country anyone who was a conservative a christian it was to make you terrified to go out in public but now the regime's in power they don't need them anymore So thank you for continuing to support our show, for continuing to support us, the work we do here. If you want to continue that, and by the way, if you want to continue to support your family and to support others out there, go to mypillow.com. Use promo code POSO. You can go there, do your shopping, get your order in today. Most people already have their orders in. We have our orders in. And one thing that we did uh, this year, we wanted to add in a little bit extra, so we ordered a couple extra things. Some items we ordered doubles of. One is of course going to be presents for us, for our family, for our kids. The other one is going to be to our local church and they're going to be able to give that through the parish to needy families in the community and that's just something that we're doing a little bit extra so we're adding my pillow the sheets the dog beds uh the towels the mattress toppers everything else they have the body pillows which are on sale right now we're going to be using those but then also the bible story pillows the entire collection we've got a set of those we're going to donate them to our church they're going to distribute them through the community it's going to be great so mypillow.com promo code POSO make it part of your giving and part of your shopping this year The next story. I don't think this is going to surprise anybody. They just ran a new poll about confidence in our military. Where do you suppose confidence in the military is? After all of these years of wokeness, after all of these years of pushing critical race theory and recruiting woke people for the military, for the CIA, the intelligence community, the people who are supposed to be keeping our country safe, keeping you safe, keeping your children safe. Where do you suppose confidence is when you see the debacle in Afghanistan, the fact that we can't maintain any of our alliances around the world, that nobody fears us, and you have the military running around with these new recruitment ads about to play one that are all talking about finding yourself and woke values and fighting for this junk that has nothing to do with national security. The poll found a 25 point drop in confidence in the military for the first time i believe as far as i know i've never heard about this in us history less than half the country has confidence in our military the military used to be the number 1 most trusted institution in the entire country even if you didn't trust the politicians even if you didn't trust the military and you definitely don't want to trust congress you still at least trusted the men and women of the United States Armed Forces. And I say this as a veteran, they need to get their act together. So out of the Ronald Reagan Institute, only 45% of those polled reported a great deal of trust and confidence in the military. It's down 25 points in just three years. And increasing numbers of Americans say they have little or not much confidence in the military. And that little confidence in the military is up 15 points. Why? Here's a recent recruitment ad.
2: Although I had a fairly typical childhood, took ballet, played violin, I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. When I was six years old, one of my moms had an accident that left her paralyzed. Doctors said she might never walk again, but she tapped into my family's pride to get back on her feet eventually standing at the altar to marry my other mom. With such powerful role models, I finished high school at the top of my class and then attended UC Davis, where I joined a sorority full of other strong women. But as graduation approached, I began feeling like I'd been handed so much in life, a sorority girl stereotype. Sure, I'd spent my life around inspiring women, but what had I really achieved on my own? One of my sorority sisters was studying abroad in Italy. Another was climbing Mount Everest. I needed my own adventures, my own challenge. And after meeting with an army recruiter, I found it. A way to prove my inner strength and maybe shatter some stereotypes along the way.
0: Perhaps it should come as no surprise. Zerohead has a great line on this. Because over the past year, especially, the Pentagon has openly devoted itself to the woke agenda, putting out recruitment videos that focus not on forging leaders, strength and conditioning, preparing for warfighting, overcoming obstacles. No, no, no. It's diversity, acceptance, and gender studies. That is the point of our military now. So if you look at this, a really interesting point that Zero Hedge is making that when you understand the representation of where our military comes from, traditionally, the overrepresentation in the military, and I could say this as a veteran, I remember this certainly, is from the Southern states. The Southern and Western states are overrepresented in our military. It is the Northern states, particularly the Northeastern states, that you just do not find people there joining the military. This is going to create a huge problem. We're not gonna be able to operate as a military force going forward. Assistant Deputy District Attorney Thomas Binger. You remember this guy, he was the star, the antagonist of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. And I told you that we weren't gonna be done with you, Tommy Binger, little Tommy, with your soy bottle. Yeah, we know about your Yahoo account, by the way, we're not gonna talk about that. And we also, are we're not gonna, cause I'm not the kind of guy that would wanna bring up the fact that you got thrown out of your house and you're now sleeping in the basement of one of your bros, I would never bring that up because I'm not the kind of guy that would talk about stuff like that. But one thing that I will talk about is you going onto a podcast and continuing to lie, attack, smear, and besmirch the good name, the fully exonerated name of Kyle Rittenhouse. Take a listen.
1: They got him off the stand as quickly as they could. Uh, cuz they knew this is a kid who can they can only fill his head with so much coaching and then it's going to break down and after 5 or 6 hours on the stand it's not going to last um so they had a they had a calculated strategy here you know they spent months uh, i'm sure and and money and time with with whoever's out there helping to to prep him for trial um and i think on his uh direct examination i think he did a nice job uh you know he 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 did what they asked him to do he came across Uh, He looked presentable. Um, He told his side of the story. He had his day in court. Um, There was a time in which he uh, started breaking down uh, and crying, um, which I thought was uh, unconvincing. Uh, I thought that it was prompted by his own selfish fear or what he claimed to be his fear at that time, which I think is a less than sympathetic uh, prompt for crying. I think the, the tears were manufactured, crocodile tears, and I think the jury saw right through them.
0: So the real thing here, for people to understand, is that Binger is doing this podcast, but he wasn't supposed to be. This is against all the rules in the Bar Association book, but who is he doing the podcast with? He's doing it with the Bar Association. Do you understand why? He is getting desperate. He's up against the wall. He knows that there is actually a public campaign now to disbar Binger which should be done. He should also be brought up on charges for altering the evidence, tampering the evidence to fortify it for 45 hours and make sure that he made it look like Kyle Rittenhouse in one magic frame of video that only Binger seemed to be able to get hold of. That Kyle Rittenhouse magically switches hands with the AR-15 and is now suddenly left-handed, pointing it at Zeminski, as opposed to being right-handed, shouldered, pointed down, low port, the same way that we've seen Kyle every single other time with that gun. You altered evidence, and you should go to jail for that. You should certainly be disbarred, and worse should happen to you. But we don't live in a country like that, yet. But what Binger's doing, by going on the Bar Association podcast, is he is shoring up his support with the establishment. This is the establishment going to Binger and saying, hey, we know that you broke the rules. We know that you broke the law. We know that you went above war because you did what you had to do as a good little foot soldier for the regime. And we're gonna take care of you. We're gonna make sure that none of these big, bad citizens, these freedom lovers, these patriots aren't gonna have any effect on you. You're gonna be taken care of. You're gonna be fine. That's the message that's being sent here. Finger is gonna get a book deal. He might even get a judgeship out of this. In 10 years in Kenosha, you're gonna see Judge Binger. Today, Human Events Daily, thank you for supporting us. Give us your five-star review. Go online, wherever you get your podcast, wherever you get the show, check it out. But I don't know if you guys noticed that during the show here, I've had a little sidekick. Here he is, what's that? (laughs) No, I'm not getting that booster. This is Fauci in a Pouchy. Go to littlefauci.com. it's only $19.99, and you can have, move over up on the shelf. It's time for Fauci in a Pouchy, it's amazing. But before we go, it's time for today's moment of history. Today's a big one. It is, we just had the 103rd birthday, it would have been the 103rd birthday of Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Solzhenitsyn was a Russian dissident who described what happened in the revolution there. One thing he wrote towards the end of his life, he said, if I were asked today to formulate as concisely as possible the main cause for the revolution that swallowed up 60 million of our people, I could not put it more accurately than to repeat, Men have forgotten God. That's why all of this happened. Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Ladies and gentlemen, you have my permission to lay ashore.